Hey guys, welcome back to Sass Mouth. I'm one of your hosts, Tiara. And I'm Amina. The other host. Yes. <laughs> I'm still catching my breath. It was a long walk up the stairs for me. Oh, I counted to like 40 and I was like, that should be good. <laughs> Not at this point. I forget. You... Yeah, I'm really large. I took pictures today. When am I going to see I your get... um, maternity photos? I I need to, you know, I'll text my cousin right now. Um, he needs to send them to me. He's like, he's like, I'm so busy. I can't edit them. And I get it. He... But I was like, just send me the raw files. So I'm going to remind him. Because honestly, the pictures are fine like, with the raw files. Yeah, and you look um, really cute. Thank you. That dress turned out to look re- like to be the perfect color. I agree. And you know, it's funny. Like, I'm like usually like a red person. Like, red looks really good on me. Olive green looks really good on me. But like, blue really looks good on me too. <laughs> and it, but Brandon's always like, "You wear so much blue. You wear so much blue." I'm like, "Hey, because." Uh, pale-skinned, yet olive-toned, Mediterranean. Yeah, like the, the, like, muted blues I think you look really good in. Like, not, like, the neon-y blues, but, like, that, like, I don't even know what color scheme. Pastel? No, just, like, muted. Like, muted colors. I think they look really good on you. I don't know if it's because, like, you have, like, that brown, like, that hazel in your eyes, but, like, muted colors look really well on you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's good to know. Pregnant people need to tell how tell be told how pretty they look more often because they forget. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Like I'm at the point of the pregnancy where I just don't even look in the mirror if I can avoid. <laughs> like I just can't. My body's so foreign to me right now, which is You're weird. A sweller too. I am a sweller. I'm su- I'm like I'm a super sweller. Like pain- painfully. I don't know, lately what's been happening is, like, when I get up and get in the shower, all of a sudden my feet, it's, like, all the fluid in my body just goes to my feet, and it hurts so bad. It feels like giant bruises. But my you're body's a, fine, so. You're a regular Jessica Simpson. Have you seen the new pictures of her? I have not. She's pregnant again. And, you know, pregnancy always hits her, like, not well. Like, her swelling is, like, you thought you were a bad sweller? Oh, yeah. I you got nothing on Jay Sims. I remember her first um, pregnancy. You know, Kim Kardashian swells too, and that makes me feel better. It's very it humbling. Happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like a medium person. It happens to the mediumest of us too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you want to talk about the most depressing thing in the world? Uh, <laughs> which most one? By proxy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're bringing you we are bringing you guys a special weekday episode well our episodes come out on monday but we don't take the time during the week to like record and stuff because we're moms we're wives we have busy lives like no so (laughs) we decided to today for us is wednesday hulu just dropped the first two episodes of the first season of the act and I love true crime. And this is the closest thing I think I'll get to getting Amina to watch something scary. So we watched it. And we're going to talk about it for you guys. <laughs> Binge the first two episodes. And 
bring you guys an episode about it. Yeah. Um, I Well, first off, I don't know if you realize, but the act is going to just keep doing true crime stuff. It's not just. Yeah. Every season is going to be different. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I, um, so I watched the first episode like at nine o'clock this morning and then I watched the second one at nap time. Um, second episode was definitely better than the first for me. These are just my overall impressions. Um, it's basically like slightly better than lifetime renditions of stuff like this. Um, I don't know. You probably thought it was better. It gave us more because I, I think because I know so much of the case, I think they're amping you up for all of the really bad stuff. Well, see, this is like one of the true crime things where I've fell down the rabbit hole. I've watched the interview. Like, so this was, you know, just because of how publicized it became, this is one of the ones that I've watched, you know, I know more about than other true crime stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I, I get that what's, you know, what's coming. I, um, I love all the actors, like actors. I think they did a great job casting um i don't know for me though it's really but we'll get to it wait which one did you not like i have a problem with shelly but we'll get to it (laughs) i'm gonna hear i will say this and i say this like even just reading about true crime like it's hard for me like I was very, I'm disturbed the whole time. So I don't know, like, like I'm, I'm looking at this more as like product, uh, you know, production quality and stuff like that, because this, the story, that's a real story is just so disturbing to me. And so hard for me to wrap my head around that. It's not something I could ever say I enjoy, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't watch it like, Ooh, what's going to happen? You know, like you already know, basic, you know, every, you know, what happens. Yeah, and I'm, and it's still just so disturbing to me. It's so disturbing to me. And I think that's what, like, this is about, is, like, everybody, like, this is a publicized case, so a lot of people that are watching it are, you know, they do know a lot of stuff. And I think you mentioned it, like, production value. I think how they turn this into a visual story is what it's all about. Yeah, and I like how they did the start from the end and go back to the beginning you know because i think that otherwise for people who don't know the case i think they would have lost interest so it's like i think that they did a good job in being like all right this woman's gonna get stabbed yeah let's put the story back up and apparently that's what i think they're doing all season is like it's going to show you what led up to that right um, um but i guess they are gonna go from what 2008 to 2015 like that's a pretty big yeah it's the what they're covering is the seven years prior to the stabbing right okay which okay so before we get into it you said obviously she got she Didi was murdered in 2015 so we started out in 2008 gypsy was born in July of 1991, which means me and Gypsy are the same age. It's in same 2008, age. I was a junior in high school. So just put this in perspective. Um, no, we were juniors in high school. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, so it opens up, like you said, with uh, kind of the end. And they talk. And I've seen like all the comments and stuff. And they word for word put 
the Facebook post into this script. So all of that was word for word. That's good. Um, which I thought was really good. The Facebook posts are still up. So that's one of like the, the rabbit hole things that a lot of people have gotten into. Right. So I'm glad that they didn't kind of like sugarcoat it. So even the, the bitch is dead is still up. Yeah. The post, the post says that bitch is dead. And then in the comments, it says the, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her daughter. Okay. So we officially open up the show, I guess with posts, like the flashback uh, with this creepy ass interview. And from just this interview, like, I know that they did a few interviews, but from just this interview, as in like an interviewer, which I'm not, but if I was, I would be concerned about this mother. Oh, 100%. Like, it red flags all around. No, like, she was like, I mean, with the interviewer had to be like, oh, let's, we would love to hear what Gypsy thinks. And the mom, the Didi goes, Gypsy are you excited about making friends here? And during the whole interview, like Gypsy seem, I mean, yeah, Gypsy seems fine and coherent and articulate, but uh, to remind people who don't know the story, um, and they did mention, I think in the second episode, her mom convinced her that she had the intelligence of a seven-year-old. Yeah. So she's the, only thing, the only thing Gypsy knew was that she could walk. Right. That was the only thing that she, well, from what we know from Gypsy's side, that's the only thing she did know was that she could walk. Everything else she believed because her mom told her. Right. Oh my God, it's so disturbing. I know. Like, and then they go into like, you know, Dee Dee, and even like knowing the story and knowing what happens, you know, Dee Dee shaving her head, the feeding tube and everything. Even in my notes, I'm like, oh, Dee Dee's nice. Like, right before she opens up this fucking gigantic (laughs) medicine cabinet. I know. Which, in real life, was a pantry, Amina. A pantry. That's crazy. Like, Like filled with medicine. Yeah, like, one of the ones you put your cans and your potato chips and your sauces in. That's nuts. It's insane. And also, they zoomed in at some point. Like, they did, like, a close-up on Patricia Arquette's face and I was just like "Ooh, girl you're tired mom mustache I feel that <laughs> like I <laughs> I feel I saw it and I felt it it's so hard I, and it's so it's funny that you mentioned that because it was hard for me to like watch Patricia Arquette in this role because like we're Patricia Arquette fans like we were huge medium fans like and I'm like I know <laughs> The thing is, though, like, she gained weight, but I don't even think she did it for this role. Like, she was gaining weight because she's older and that's normal, whatever. Like, she, but it's just like, it's like you really are someone's mother in this. You, it's not, uh, you it know, medium like, anymore. You know what? You know the story about how Oprah was running on the track when she got the call that she got the part for uh, the color purple and she was told not to lose any weight because they wanted her just the way she is. I feel like it was a similar call with Patricia Arquette. They were like, don't even wax. Don't do anything. Come as you are for this role. Um, I, she's doing great in the role though. Like even looks why like she, she somehow has made herself even, you know, re- resonate or look like 
um Dee Dee. To the best of her ability. Like Yeah, no, if, if, they like casted, if they had casted Dee Dee to look like Dee Dee, it would be like guys, come on. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean she I don't know, she she's selling the role for me. She is completely paint, painting the DD picture for me. And like I think she's doing a great job. And so is Joey King. Yeah, she is. She's really wonderful. Um, okay, so uh I don't even know what happens next, but my next note is wow, Gypsy, you're 17. What are these coloring skills? <laughs> like she was coloring and charming. And I was like, I know that like we're supposed to believe she has a mental capacity of a seven-year-old, but she knows that she like she isn't nothing is wrong with her so she should be able to yeah. color at a better level right uh, <laughs> that's funny i didn't even notice that i'm i'm too focused all the time on the stupid clothes that her mom has her in that's what it, that's why <laughs> in my notes i just keep going this is 2008 yes uh, you guys like... don't know this takes place in 2008 not 1989 not 1994 <laughs> right no it's horrible like and that's one of the things that oh i get so angry when i think of how many cracks she fell through like how many doctors didn't catch this how and look i got it i get it like Didi played the system well you know but the fact that the system could be played like that is so upsetting to me but one of the you know parents who have ill children they want them to be in school they want them to have as a normal of a life as possible but Dee Dee just treated gypsy like her doll you know i'll dress you the way you want i want to we're gonna love disney together we're gonna only watch kid shows like you know it wasn't just normal like i have an ill child i'm being overproductive like it was really like i will model you and pose you and put you however I want to put you. Yeah. And for those of you that like don't know and didn't follow the case, watch the HBO documentary, watch all the 2020s, watch everything that there is because it's good. And they even go into how the family believes that Dee Dee killed her mom, her own mom. Really? <coughs> yeah. They, um, <coughs> sorry, I like breathed in my spit too hard. I don't know what just happened. Um, <laughs> That her dad and her stepmother, which they're the worst. At some point, they were like, "We got our ashes," and we were like, "What do you want to do with her?" And they were like, "Let's flush her." So they really <laughs> didn't like her. But they talk about how Dee Dee was the caregiver to her own mother when her own mother got sick, and she basically starved her to death. <sighs> I gotta look into that. Yeah, watching interviews of Gypsy now is really good. Like she's a really like she's forthcoming. Like she doesn't downplay anything <laughs> she's like it was my idea to kill her i thought about killing her i bought the knife i did this and this like i mean i don't know if maybe if you don't know the story you'll watch the series first and then go deep down into the rabbit hole of it but it's like i enjoy watching her now because they do let you know that this is part of it's fictionalized, which I'm going to be super annoying because I'm going to be like, actually, in real life. Um, <laughs> but well, yeah, some, some people haven't had didn't dive deep into it. So it's nice to know the differences. How I was going to ask you, like, if you know this, how involved are the neighbors in real life? So, OK, so the neighbor that is Lacey, the daughter 
there hmm. was a girl that actually lived near Gypsy or lived, I don't know if it was next door or across the street or whatever, but was a, a neighbor in that community. And she did get close to Gypsy and she actually was friends with Gypsy on her fake Facebook page. Oh. So they did have kind of a friendship. I'm not sure about like the mom in the situation, but the daughter, uh, it was like a real person. Good, good to know. Okay, cool. So, so we meet, so the neighbors, we meet the neighbors, Gypsy and Dee Dee meet the neighbors, um, which they got a really good cast, like a very vast, weirdly put together cast, but yeah, a really good cast. Yes, totally agree. And her whole little, well, you look awfully young to be her mom. Gypsy's dad was 17 when Gypsy was born and Dee Dee was 24. My mom was 17 when I was born. Granted, that is young, but still, like, that's not something you say to somebody. No. <laughs> it's It was definitely an underhanded jab that, that Mel, the mom, caught on to right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we met She's Shelly, the black friend, who is so stereotypically black. I just, like, they walk up and she's like, oh, hey, girl. And how many times is she going to praise the Lord for, uh, yes. for for what Dee Dee's going through? She had me cracking up, though, when she was like, my kids got sick. My kids had a cold at the same time. And I was wondering, I was asking God to take them. I was like, girl, I've been there, though. <laughs> I get it. That was my only, I was like, is this what we're going to get from the Brown characters? But then we get introduced to the doctor and, you know, all is, uh, love her. All is brought back. Um, so my, my, so that happened. So Gypsy is outside while Dee Dee is talking to the, to the adults. Uh, Gypsy is outside talking to, what's her name? Lacey. And Lacey's boyfriend. And honestly, the way that they're like, if you didn't know the story, you would think that like Gypsy is going to kill the neighbor girl because she's obsessed with her. <laughs> or try and sleep with her boyfriend. Yes. And, you know, Gypsy takes goes to take a sip of the Coke and uh, Dee Dee loses her fucking shit and jumps off that porch like a goddamn parkour. Yeah, she her. was she was licking the cupcake. No, not yet. This is the Coke incident. The coke comes first. Oh yeah, no. Okay, so you're talking about whenever they were washing the car. Yeah, gotcha. and she like loses her life. And my thought, because I'm a foreshadower, I was like, Gypsy's allergic to sugar. This bitch drinks Pedialyte every morning. Yeah. Um. And Dee goes off on her and basically is like, "You drink sugar, you're going to die, and it's going to be painful, and you're going to explode from the inside out." I wonder if that detail was like legit in her medical records because you would think like someone who has gained the system in a way to where they've she's gotten doctors to do so much thing she would know that um sugar is in the pedia shore sugar like obviously you're not allergic to sugar you know like i wonder if that was like was that a thematic choice or was that actually something that she I wonder t- if it was just like they used Pediashore and then they went back and they were like we need to shoot this scene because we used Pediashore <laughs> we need to really play up this uh this sugar all- allergy and I just kept explaining that Gypsy I just kept writing that Gypsy was mom's explaining again because like how many times this is I mean our moms aren't crazy like this you know right. like <laughs> 
normal moms aren't crazy like this, but like how often do moms do this? My mom, there's so many things that I didn't do or I was scared of doing because my mom used to tell us she had recorders hitting around, hidden around the house. So if we did anything wrong, she would know. Uh, oh yeah. Well, even like with my own, like I've convinced Ariana that moms know everything. Like, like I can see everything and I, she really believes it too. <laughs> I see everything. I know everything. It's actually to the point where she's like, uh, mommy, what was I talking about in school today with this kid? And I'm like, girl, <laughs> she got mad at me. Play it back. Mom. Yeah. She literally, just, she was, Oh, she was like, what song was I singing with Carson at school today? And I was like, Ariana, I, I, I can't tell you that. I have no idea. I was not there. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the recording at that time. That's what I should have said. I should have said. Um, the feed went out when you were singing. So we then see a little bit, and I was scared that we were going to get like a fuck DD show. Right. You know, because I am one of those people that are like, Gypsy, I don't. For those of you that don't know, Gypsy received a 10-year sentence for this. The boy who, Nicholas Godijan, the boy who we will eventually meet, just got sentenced to life in prison. First Nicholas Godijan is, yes, because he did the stabbing, but Nicholas Godijan is on the autism spectrum, I think he has autism spectrum disorder, and he just isn't mentally, he's the same way that I don't I don't want to say this in a way that people are like you're taking you know you're sticking up for a murderer or whatever like or a person who is bad but like at the same time like Gypsy did to Nicholas what Dee Dee was doing to Gypsy with like the manipulation and we see that in the mall scene like Gypsy's manipulation skills right like oh I want the necklace I want the necklace um yeah I don't know but I, she's learning from her mom I mean you've been around that for forever should we do you want to save our opinions of what we think um about the sentencing till the end or should we just share them well we can wait because we I mean haven't even been introduced to all the players yet <laughs> okay um so yeah, she steals the necklace at the mall, which is the same one as the neighbor girl Lacey, which again, she was a hair it was a it was a split in a way from her killing Lacey <laughs> instead of her mom. Yeah. Um I think so she goes go ahead. I think they're doing a good job of being like trying to remind the audience like this girl's fifteen, she is in a sexual awakening. This girl is 17. That's right. Well, I know in real life, uh, Dee Dee had her dad lie to her about her age. So, yeah. So, it, she, Gypsy thinks she's only like 14 or 15 at this point. Right. Yeah. I think they mentioned that she was 15. Um, but yes, they, she, her mom shaved years off of her life. Yeah, like, it was only, like, it was, like, two or three here, you know, but still, like, in the HBO documentary, the um, BuzzFeed reporter, which I, every time I read a lower third that says BuzzFeed reporter, I'm just like, look, I know a lot of people that write for Buzzfe- BuzzFeed are amazing writers and stuff like that, but, like, you could just put reporter. Right. <laughs> and she even says, like, 
you can't, no matter what you do, you can't stop teenage hormones. Right. And that's what was happening in Gypsy. Gypsy was becoming defiant. Like she, you know, she held it off as long as she could, but she's almost an adult. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, so she realizes that Mel sees her and Dee Dee has um, just loses her fucking mind. because She just this perfect mom image is kind of skewed now. And so she goes and tries to talk to Mel across the street and their weird pop culture reference talking about Casey Anthony. Yes. Um, which is so weird because it's like the opposite end of the spectrum right. of this. Right. No. Um, so, Gip- so weird. And so like Gypsy decides that she's going to look, uh, get on her mom's computer and look up pictures of people kissing. <laughs> started with friends best friends and then it turned into boyfriends best friends and then boy girl kisses boy (laughs) (laughs) boyfriend kiss which gave me so much anxiety because you know i've like my mom had like um it wasn't even an ipod it was like an mp3 player with like music we weren't supposed to listen to on it and she would like leave it around and i would like listen to it and then like put it right back the way that it was supposed to go or it was and I have legs that work and like I'm not in a wheelchair. Gypsy, I don't know what she was thinking. She doesn't have like access to swiftness. She doesn't have no. right across the street. Yeah, no, it made me super anxious too. And I was like, girl, are you gonna do you know how to clear the browser? And like and I she obviously learned it if she didn't because they showed her doing it at one point, but like it it, it made me very anxious as well. Yes. I like how that was your I like that's how you can tell we were bad kids because our first concern is like you don't know how to clear the browser history. no it was um it, it was anxiety inducing to watch for me um so Dee Dee decides that she's going to treat Gypsy to pizza oh I was gagging how did you feel no I was gagging pizza in a blender ew what's the point no what is the point like that is like I hope that is not something she actually did in real life. Like, like, ew, either let her or just stick with the pediatrician. She can't taste it anyway. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was, I mean, a lot of things that Dee Dee does is very, like, not even grooming, but, like, you know how, like, when girls are in, like, crappy relationships with guys and it's, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, gaslighting and stuff. Yeah. Like, that. like this is what that is. 100%, yes. Um, Do you think there was any weird sexual stuff going on? I don't think so. But honestly, I don't know. Because, like, Dee Dee passed Rod or Rob, Rob or Rod or whatever her name was. Like, Dee Dee never had a man. Right. And she made her sleep in the same bed with her so weird so disturbing oh so disturbing and that bed was so small i have a king size bed yeah. and like and be like can i lay with you? like there's not enough space i know <laughs> that's me that is me um yeah okay so go on next so Dee Dee decides that she's gonna throw a, a gumball a gumball festival <laughs> i tried to say it in like a creole accent <laughs> a gumball festival um and invite the whole neighborhood and make Gypsy play with eight-year-olds. Oh my god, I know. 
no wonder like I'm like why did it take her this long to snap yeah agreed agreed I feel like the snap should have came a lot earlier so this is where you can go ahead and tell, talk about it. This is your cupcake moment. And I know how you feel about cupcakes. I, I felt, I felt gypsies. Like, yeah, I would hate my life if I couldn't eat the icing off of cupcakes either. Um, but yeah, so she sees Lacey's boyfriend feed her the cupcake icing with his finger. And it was like, you know, two things she can't have, the sugar and the man. And I didn't even think about it like that. That's good. Yeah, that was totally, they're really trying to play up her sex sexuality. Like they're really trying to be like, it, it almost got overboard at some points for me, but it's like, they're really trying to be like, this is almost an adult. This is almost an adult, which I get why they have to do it for people who don't know the story because you would think she's seven or eight years old, like 10 max. You know, you would think, okay, this is a 10-year-old. But no, she, they're really trying to be like, even with what she's wearing, sometimes, like, her boobs look huge. Like, I don't even know if Joey King's boobs are actually that big or if they had her in, like. And in real life, Dee Dee did bind her breast. Oh, really? Like, a spandage bind her breast. <sighs> to keep her young, looking young. Ugh. What a sad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she's over here, like licking the frosting off her finger and uh here comes mama d over here with the fucking epipen stabs the epipen and then runs off to the yard as somebody who had to carry around an epipen for a little bit that is my fear oh well one i mean that's straight up epinephrine like injecting with the you know I, I don't know if she had the air one or the actual injections or whatever but it's like that's a shock for your system that you are supposed to go to the er anytime you have an epi an epi pen because it is it could be dangerous you know so it's like her mom doing this and i don't know this is why i'm just like i don't know if this is just dramatic effect i have to think for someone who is able to get away with so much in the er for a sugar allergy like it's one of those things that don't make sense and it's one of those things that are like she if this is true and Dee, Dee really convinced her she had a sugar allergy this girl was failed over and over and over again see i think that the the sugar allergy might be one of those fictional things and i think it's ramping up for episode two because they need something for gypsy to feel bad about you know it was frustrating um, to watch so she goes to the emergency room and, you know, Gypsy overhears the doctor, but doesn't quite overhear the doctor. As so we think. Um, and Mel and Dee Dee, Mel brings Dee Dee her wallet and they make up and, you know, Mel gives her a fresh start. Um, so they get home and first of all, I referred to Dee Dee as Lil Zan <laughs> at some point because she just was like popping Zan. <laughs> yeah just like one after the other after the other I was like how are you doing this as somebody who's very sensitive to medication I don't understand That's hilarious. Um, and we've realized that Dee Dee has been getting checks from Dee Dee uh, Gypsy's right. dad uh, $1,500 yeah. too which is a big <laughs> like check. I was like, I was like, was he behind? Like, is this um, 
you know, arrears payments that he had to send in. Well, I know that in, like, from what I've read, he did financially support Gypsy, even if he wasn't seeing her. For a very I, Yeah, time. I've read the same thing, and I've read that it was more like he was afraid, which I don't really, I don't know, I need to reread and dig deeper, but, like, he was pretty much afraid that, to make Dee Dee mad, basically. So, he didn't which is what everybody who knows Dee Dee said that you didn't want to make Dee Dee mad and from seeing the interviews with Rod I referred to Rod it's Rod, Rod. It's one of the it's two. I referred to Rod as hot dumb creole dummy because Dee Dee was way out of Rod's league but like he he was just like I, I don't know what happened to my daughter Gypsy she couldn't walk and then she could and then she couldn't yeah. anymore <laughs> that was he just he did it <laughs> he just did it now. yeah and i mean and he was like you said 17 yeah um and i mean Dee, Dee might have killed yeah. her mom like she's a psycho yeah i oof. um How did you feel about Gypsy getting out of the bed and like the cracking of her toes and like that? Whole yeah, thing? it was definitely one of those like, hmm, why has Gypsy not questioned things earlier? That's the, that's what it, it it did to me. It was like you really just trust your mom this much. I don't trust my parents for like like to this day. <laughs> my dad says something. My mom could make me something and I'd be like, what for yeah, what, like I, what, what yes, did you put Like, I in? still Google everything my dad says. Like, like I, I don't know. It was just the, the power of brainwashing and fucking Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. And so Gypsy gets out of the bed, takes her breathing mask off. Another thing about the breathing mask, I've heard that if you don't have sleep apnea or breathing issues wearing one of those is very 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 uncomfortable um, i fucking believe it i know i've talked about this before in other episodes we've done when they put oxygen on me or maybe i was just telling this to brandon because he didn't quite get it uh, having oxygen on your face is extremely uncomfortable it feels like you're drowning like they did that like when i was in labor with canaan they made me um put an oxygen mask on or whatever it is yeah it's i kept pulling it off like you feel like you can't breathe it's very uncomfortable and that's like yeah yeah i don't know blame her for that shit so gypsy goes to the kitchen and we realized that while gypsy was in the hospital she overheard the doctor tell her mom that she in fact does not have a sugar allergy and this because eating she drinks Pediasure and it's got <laughs> the first I looked it up. The first two ingredients in Pediasure is yeah. water and sugar. Yeah. It I believe it. So she chose the loudest snack yes. in the world with canned whipped cream. <laughs> uh, yes. Like, oh my God. I was like, you could have literally opened up a bag of sugar and just right. taken some. <laughs> oh my God. It's like she was like, I'm going to have a bowl of Lucky Charms. No. Oh, my God. That's so true. And I'm sitting there like, your mom's going to wake up. 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 Like, I was freaking out. 
And she did, but she didn't catch her. She just was like, get back right. to the set. Creepily. That's when I was like, and cuddle yeah, with that's when mom. I was like, is this weird? Is this weird? Is there weird things going on outside of the obvious weirdness? Like, I get, like, if you have a kid that, like, has sleep issues or, like, you know, like, when my kids get a cold, I check on them constantly because I want to make sure they're breathing all right. So I get, like, wanting to be near your child because of their breathing issues. But Dee Dee knows that these things aren't real. <laughs> yeah, they're fake. Like, I... <laughs> no, that's very true. Like, in her head... But there were times where I was like, does she know? Or has she completely convinced herself that... That's what I want to know. Like, with people with Munchausen by proxy, like... <laughs> I figured that they knew what they were doing wasn't right, but they couldn't help it because the satisfaction they get. Some, at some point, reality gets twisted. Like, I don't know. It's, it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So that was episode one. Right. It was a good set. It was a good setup. Um, it was and you know they did the flashback and everything so that was also I looked up what uh, the the title of the episode is French it's like I don't I don't speak French I'm not even going to attempt it but it means um, it's like my dream home or something oh, like interesting. that um, so yeah so Episode two starts in 2009. Give it up for yes. us. That's us. 092 fine. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I think that was our slogan. Something like that. Fine. I, said, I think that was our slogan. Our class. I, I just remember Charisma going, um, the girls are sexy. The boys are fine. We're the class of 2009. <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, I spent a lot of time videotaping charisma. Oh, yeah, you're right. You did that stuff. <laughs> so I got a lot of weird stuff. But um, so we open on Gypsy losing her fucking mind with frosting cake and YouTube. Yeah, and still, I want more explanation for that. Was Gypsy dragging her mom for her to stay asleep? Like, what? Well, her mom was taking Adam and uh, Xanax. Her mom was drugging That's herself. True that's true like but i is very nerve-wracking for me like especially maybe it's because i grew up in a house where like my mom used to be like a cat could walk by outside and your dad would wake up and it's true and i'm the same way like super, my dad was super light sleeper i'm a super light sleeper but looking back on it we all did manage to sneak out and sneak people in so i guess he wasn't that light of a sleeper so i guess it does happen oh no my mom and my stepdad were very light my stepdad is a snorer like you can hear him three floors up he's snoring so you would think he sleeps deep but like I snuck people in the house and I got away with it for a little bit um never snuck out my brother snuck out once and my mom just waited up for him like my parents were very late sleepers they it was I would be terrified to like me and my sister would do that thing that I guess a lot of kids did where we would like go downstairs into the, to the kitchen and like turn on the water to pretend like we were getting a glass of water but actually we were getting snacks <laughs> and like last year or two years ago my mom was like we're not stupid we knew you guys were getting snacks we knew you guys weren't getting water at 11 <laughs> at night. 
in the Wait, pantry. The pantry door is slamming. Like he said in the kitchen at night. But maybe that was a part of our plan. Maybe that was the, the distraction part. So, so no one would did your dad still have that like uh magnetic did your dad have that magnetic uh mesh door at no. that time? i love that thing though it's actually very very, very practical it's the best <laughs> it's so practical yeah it's a mesh door that goes on your back door if you don't have a screen door basically and it like uh, has magnets in the middle, so you can just walk. And it closes, it. and you don't have to worry about bugs getting in your house. Yeah. Um. So Dee Dee and Chip back to the show. <laughs> Dee Dee and Gypsy are at the doctor's, and okay. So confession: I have a binder like that. Does that make me no? Faster? Okay, because for Aubrey's eye, Aubrey sees an eye doctor. Yeah. I mean, yes, Aubrey has sees an eye doctor every six weeks ever since she was born. So we have legitly a binder like that for just for Aubrey's eye. And I saw it and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, my friend has a, a binder like that for her two boys. Okay, and then a monster. It's called being I feel organized. Better. If the information in the binder is for real, it's called being organized. Honestly, I saw the binder and was like, wait a minute. I feel like I should do this. I should have something like it's a good you're getting good ideas from a crazy like let me write that one down (laughs) so we're at the doctor's because gypsy's teeth are rotting out of her mouth and so okay so real life Didi was giving gypsy anti-seizure medication which made which rotted her teeth. i wonder if that's gonna come into play i was they must be ha- have something up their sleeves to explain that because it was like this doesn't really make sense like she, i know that she was a, yeah because they said it was a, the acid reflux yeah thing. which i knew that's where she was going when she's like did your throat hurt does this hurt because i have super bad acid reflux when i'm pregnant and that shit is fucking painful for sure but um with her not actually eating food you know yeah it yeah and not having salivary glands right. uh, i mean but i guess that played uh, uh gypsy like she thought it was her fault basically yeah exactly and so the doctor um the doctor starts is she i guess she's a gastroenterologist i'm not really sure but she um is the first one who kind of just like hey hey girl hey doctor people do we know anything about this lady for real? i know uh, oh my god i was like thank god the savior's here like it was ugh, it's so disturbing makes my skin another real life moment go ahead no go ahead sorry i was just saying it makes my skin crawl oh mine too another real life moment the doctor who um who I don't know if he was the doctor that actually brought all of these issues up, but he is the doctor that you see in a lot of the documentary stuff about this case. It was a male doctor and he was either like a neurologist or somebody who did muscle stuff, but he basically, uh, Dee Dee brought Gypsy in and he was saying that if Gypsy hasn't been able to use her legs since she was three years old, she would have no muscle tone in her leg. And Gypsy had perfect muscle tone in her leg. Interesting. 
And so that's when he started. And even he wrote down, mother is not a good historian. And that's what started the snowball. I wonder why they made the doctor a woman, unless they were like combining two real life people. And then she'll, you know, like a real life doctor woman will come into play later. I think it also just casts better as a woman. Because you're seeing, because if it was a man, you know, she kind of later on in the episode kind of tricks Dee Dee. Yeah. And I don't, I think if it was a man, it wouldn't have played out very well. I feel for forever whichever doctor discovered this in real life like i'm sure that was so disturbing like when you're p- putting all these pieces together like wait a minute this is just crazy and how convenient for katrina to just be a way to wash all the records away and i mean because it did happen to a lot of people and nobody's gonna be like well did it really right. were you really in katrina no of course not but ugh. So doctors starting to figure some shit out. And so Gypsy and Dee Dee go about their way or whatever. And they decide to take these dry ass cupcakes with zero icing, probably because Gypsy's been fucking eating it <laughs> to the neighbors. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I really thought it was cornbread. I was like, why are they bringing so much cornbread? Is it cornbread in muffin? Oh, maybe in muffin. I don't know. I make cornbread in a cast iron skillet. So like my cornbread is like, triangle pieces i never make them in like muffins. Uh, i've seen i've seen them in muffins. i'm pretty sure on the jiffy box is it jiffy I'm pretty sure on the jiffy box they have yeah in, they probably are muffins. in muffins i just figured they were dry as cupcakes because gypsy's been eating all the well, honestly they both make about the same sense who just brings over a bunch of cornbread to someone's house like and i like cornbread <laughs> cornbread is not something you really just eat by itself like I mean, you can if it's leftover because you made it for something else. But you're not going to just be like, I'm just going to go make this batch of cornbread. If you were bringing cornbread to somebody's house, you'd make it in a cast iron. Yeah, 100%. Just, just so you could be like, I am a professional. Give me my skillet back. Use a cast iron skillet. Mel, I know you don't got no home training, but I need this cast iron skillet back. Um. And Gypsy goes in the room where kids are just freely smoking marijuana. Like, oh, I, know. I know. And they really tried to pass the blunt to her. What terrible people. Okay, Amina, question. 17-year-old you. If you, 17-year-old you was smoking weed with your friends and a disabled, crippled girl uh, not walked in rolled her wheelchair in who i think is would you pass her the blunt no definitely not who you thought yeah who you thought was like 12 years old yeah i'm not passing the blunt ever i would stop smoking i would be like can we wait until gypsy leaves same (laughs) like maybe we can go where there's more ventilation let's go outside or something yeah just for like if we were mom types, I feel like we would be like, she can't breathe in here. <laughs> like, this is not going to work out. Let's out. Um, so Gypsy gets in her mind the whole, um, you know, my teeth are going to be fine. Uh, you know, it's just like getting a tattoo, you know, needles. It's, I, I shouldn't be scared of needles because it's just like getting a tattoo, which comes back when she goes to the dentist 
Um, Which, what kind of tattoo were they doing? Because it looked like she was just drawing on her. I thought it was a shark, but apparently it's a dolphin. They were doing a stick poke. But it didn't look like they were doing any poking. That's when she had the little needle and she had the little thing of ink. I mean, I don't think he was really jabbing in her skin because <laughs> it's a, it's a show. I want authenticity. I don't think Abigail Breslin took one for the team. Is that who that is? Abigail Breslin? Oh. Anna, Anna Sophia yeah, Robb. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think she took one for the team with this ugly-ass dolphin tattoo. Okay, good point. Good point. Um, look, if Joey King shaved her head at a uh, fucking other Abigail Breslin better uh, get that, get the real dolphin tattoo. Your hair grows back, Anita. <laughs> your tattoos do not I want fall on acting. I want you need to Halle Berry this scene. <laughs> no, no, not even Halle Berry. Do fucking crazy ass Jared Leto, okay, who went nuts when he was uh, getting into the mindset of the Joker. Halle Berry lived like a crackhead while she was uh, doing losing ice. You like, is that a good excuse to do drugs? Can you be like, look, I'm preparing for this role. I'm preparing for a role. Where can I find crack? <laughs> oh god, <laughs> no wonder actors are so fucked up. Listen, if I was an actor, you bet. Listen, act- acting people out there, producers, directors, casting people. I will method act for you. I'm willing to method act. Um, so we get back to the house and they're watching what movie are they? Babe. Something with a pig. Babe. And um, this bitch comes and aggressively knocks and rings on the door, which I hate. I hate aggressive knockers and I hate people who knock and ring. Yeah, I agree. Hello, Dee Dee. It's okay. Dee Dee did it to Mel because, uh, like, probably like the next scene over, she knocked and rang, and I was very annoyed. Everybody knocks and it's everybody's too aggressive, but they're knocking and ringing. If you knock and ring at my house, I will. Here's the thing, though: skip the knocking and just ring the fucking doorbell. Exactly. Like, if you're gonna get there anyways, do the more annoying one. Like, don't let me hear knocks, especially like don't make me question. Like, is that my door? Someone knocking on my door? Like, no. I hate it. Just ring the doorbell. I'm 27. Confession. I'm 27 years old and I just found out how doorbells work. Um, Like last year. Because we have we have the little doorbell box thing in our house. And I was like, what is that? And Jamar was like, it's what makes the doorbell sound. I was going to say, how did you find this out? Like, <laughs> I, could see I was like, wait, what? And he was like, did you think it was like a surround system? Like, <laughs> I was like, I never thought about it. I just knew they worked. Yeah. That's the luxury uh, of uh, living in a technological age, I guess. We don't have to question. I mean, you know what? But it's like, not even technological. Like, doorbells have been around forever. You just never think, like, how does a doorbell work? That's true. Unless you're right under the fucking box when it rings, Tierra. Has that never happened to you? It's loud as shit. Uh, no, I can't say that it has. And I probably would have uh, known about doorbells a lot earlier. You, I promise you would have. Because you would have been like, this is the loudest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You should try it tomorrow. Um, can you just ring this for me real <laughs> quick? Um, so, it's the social worker. Is that the right term? Social yeah. worker? 
Okay, so it's the social work. It's the social worker. Um, coming to do a home visit. Is this how this works? Do they just show up and do a home visit like this? Or do they have to schedule it? I thought... No. If there's... Uh, if there's dire, uh, like enough reason, and also probably who it comes from, it, you're going to call from a doctor. You're going. They don't want you to be aware. In most cases. Yeah. They'll even go to your yeah. Oh yeah, I guess that they'll sense. even go to your kid's school and talk to them. And they don't have. They do not have to have consent from a parent. Yeah. Um. So Dee Dee forces Gypsy into the bathroom, and cracks to Adivan under her tongue, which I felt like was a bad idea. Yeah, I'd have to say probably was. Because sedating Gypsy really didn't help. I feel like she wouldn't have been like, "Why, mom?" <laughs> if the right. social I, I agree because I think it created enough discrepancy to if the social worker is ever talking to the doctor and she's like yeah well Gypsy was really out of it she does seem like the mental capacity of a seven-year-old and the doctor would be like what are you talking about you know it, like it would have been better I think to just leave Gypsy coherent yeah but I mean the mind of a crazy person right yeah especially one that's obviously starting to spiral yeah um so the social worker comes in talks to gypsy and everything and you know dd won't leave the room because in case gypsy has a seizure she needs her and so uh dd's watching from the doorway and she realizes that the social worker has put her purse down right next to the pharmacy pad that she stole earlier while she was at the doctor's office which is crazy like she obviously has been doing this for a while if she felt confident insane insane like insane and don't want to give Didi her props but the way she finagled out of this situation was genius yeah. no it was she thinks she she's a good quick uh quick thinker and i feel like anyone who steals pharmacy pads aren't just gonna leave them no out. especially like wouldn't gypsy ask like that's my thing like if you're trying to hide shit you need to hide everything feel the same way but i just don't i don't i don't think that dd maybe dd just didn't realize and i used realize loosely that gypsy was growing up maybe she just because she treated her like a baby she just that's how she saw maybe her. she thought all the fucking meds she was forcing out her throat was gonna have long-term permanent damage to her mental facilities yeah. And uh, so the social worker, you know, the meeting goes well or whatever. And uh, Dee Dee obviously thinks that it was Mel who called her in. Right. Um, Which it's not Mel. It's the doctor because the doctors aren't stupid. And not saying that Mel's stupid, but the doctors aren't stupid. And eventually these professionals are going to catch on. Oh, okay. Well, flashback to the first episode a little bit. Do you think Mel, like the way they're trying to portray her character, would have been so morally outraged at Dee Dee stealing regardless? Like, in what do you mean? Like, I just don't think that that Mel person had kid young, daughter who smokes pot in the room. Uh, like, no, cared that I much that, about. I think that Mel's issue was the way that Dee Dee was portraying herself. Like, better than her because she's a better mom or whatever. Yeah. And that she was like, I saw you steal from the mall. Like, don't give me this bullshit. I'm this amazing angel mom. Right. That's true. 
So, Dee Dee and Gypsy go to Budget Dental. I know. They made a point. They made a point. This is the worst. Yeah. Budget Dental. And the dentist says to Gypsy, don't worry. The mouth, the teeth, the teeth are the eyes of the mouth. <laughs> and then pulls out all of her teeth. Which you get. That is the worst thing you could say to somebody before you're about to pull out all of their teeth. Yeah, pretty horrible. So you're about to be fucking ugly now. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, fucking horrifying. Which, how terrible. Like, how terrible for her to be like, wait, excuse me, what? I'm getting my teeth I know, and like, and no one explained that beforehand. She had to find out right then and there that she was going to have multiple extractions. Like- all of her teeth except the ones that were capped. That's so so upsetting. Which I'm pretty sure that that is those are the teeth that Gypsy really got removed because she's got like uh, implants and stuff now. So I think it's like all of the top teeth minus the back like six or four and then the same with the bottom which is insane. Totally insane. Especially because it's like 100% preventable. Um, so Gypsy is starting to turn a little bit and they're preparing for this child of the year presentation thing that they're going to, where Gypsy's going to be awarded child of the year. And $5,000. And $5,000 for her medical expenses. And Gypsy doesn't want to go because she looks like a fucking monster. And she's having goddamn teeth. Yeah. And so she keeps asking for her teeth and asking for her teeth and asking for her teeth. And her mom's like, no, your gums are too swollen, whatever, whatever, whatever. And uh, right before they go on stage, Dee Dee pulls out. Right? Okay, so go ahead. So tell us what happened. Yeah, so Dee Dee pulls out the teeth and gives them to Gypsy. Of course, Gypsy's happy in that moment, but she does say, why didn't she earlier? And her mom says, they just came today, and I almost forgot about it, which is fucking insane. Like, like, one, lie. They probably came two days after Gypsy was done with the extractions. Two, um, I mean, she planned the moment perfectly. She, she was saving it in her back pocket to be like, just in case Gypsy does not cooperate. I'm going to pull these teeth out and be the savior. And yeah, and sing Michael Jackson on the. <laughs> that is what Munchausen by proxy. That's what Munchausen by proxy is, though. It's that power. Like, it's. It's that. It's what a lot of, like, like, um, like nurses and stuff, like the nurses who kill, uh-huh. that is majority of the reason why they do it because they have this power thing where they'll do something to, to make a patient drop and then they'll come in at the last second and save yeah. them it's really it's something i really don't understand i mean i like to think of myself as learned and you know someone who researches and does all that i don't get it i don't get it i mean i get it but i don't fucking get it also gypsy had access to a computer not victim blaming but gypsy had access to a computer you know she was researching you know kissing boys dang i never even thought about that like yeah so okay so you mentioned that they sing uh i'll be there which 
Joey King's rendition of Gypsy singing is spot on because have you ever seen the video of Gypsy singing? No, I haven't. Uh, maybe I have actually. So there's an actual video of them at this thing and Gypsy is singing, but she's not singing I'll Be There. She's singing Angels Are Among Us. And it sounds like it, she's literally hey, Angels Are Among Us. <laughs> like, Joey King's impersonation of, and it's a completely different song, which I give her props for because in order to like do that gypsy voice while singing Michael Jackson. Oh my God, like, I can't even imagine. I couldn't imagine doing the gypsy voice the whole time I'm working. Like, and she did like the whole like inflection and everything, like the thing yeah. that she does. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, I fast forwarded. I couldn't do it. I had too much secondhand embarrassment. Like, I watched. It's so I bad. Watched like 20 seconds and I just kept going. And then when I saw that mom fucking Dee Dee jumped in, I was like, oh, uh, I can't do it. Shout out to who. When I saw that Dee Dee was. When I saw that Dee Dee or Gypsy, Dee Dee started talking, I was like, are they going to recreate the singing? Are they going to recreate <laughs> the singing? Are they going to recreate the singing? And they did. And I was like, and they put a twist on it. <laughs> and they made it last I the entire it. fucking song. They they performed all three minutes in that. Yeah. I was gonna say that episode could have been three minutes shorter. Um, so we're on a little high. Dee Dee and Gypsy are back in action. They're the dynamic duo they were two weeks ago. <laughs> They're best friends. Um, she's my best friend. <laughs> um, so you guys are gonna get real tired if I do two voices. She does really sound like that, um, though. Like, this, she's even addressed it because people are like, why is your voice like that? And she's like, it's just my voice. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just better now. I, like, in her Dr. Phil Yeah, because she's not trying to act childish. But it is still very high. It, well, maybe I say that compared to mine because I sound like a trucker who smoked for 47 years. Have you seen. A little off track uh 2020 just put out the dropout uh the theranos doc- uh 2020 episode that they did about elizabeth holmes i don't know if you've heard about it but she basically she became a billionaire people said she was the next steve jobs and uh she created i um, said what no i have not seen it. yeah she cre- she created she dropped out of college <laughs> And she created a technology called, or a company called Theranos. And the technology that they had was that they could do hundreds of lab tests with a with a, a single drop of blood, so a pin prick, basically, like a finger prick. And so she had this huge team, got billions of dollars in investments. They even started putting the Theranos machines in. What'd you say? Nothing. Oh, in um in Walgreens so like Walgreens had invested all this money into her company turns out it's impossible and I said that because Elizabeth Holmes had created this like she had a deep voice like deep probably like like yours like deep like that but she converted it to sound worse she talked like this like she every time she spoke she spoke like this and she it was the you have to watch it it's such a good 2020 and it's so creepy and she even started dressing like steve jobs ew (laughs) so weird she was like i have technology first first they laugh at you and then they mock you 
and then you change the world. Oh my <laughs> god, that is so <laughs> It's creepy. <laughs> I'll have to watch. But okay, so we're back at our, our doctor because our doctor has, you know, stroked Dee Dee's ego and got her back. And they do a little swip swap and they get her to leave Gypsy alone with the doctor for a little bit. Yeah, shout out to that nurse who was down for it. Oh, Susan was like, doctor, I got you. I've been waiting for for at least 13 minutes. Get that girl the Coke. Yeah, copay and insurance information, you got a good 15. For sure. Um, so she basically, the doctor gets in the room with Gypsy and she talks to her about getting her feeding tube out because that's what she wants to get done. And she starts her dental work and the doctor pulls out a Coke and basically says, I don't think you're allergic to sugar. Your doctors don't think you're allergic to sugar. Gypsy knows she's not fucking allergic to sugar because this bitch has been <laughs> fucking drinking Coke every night. Yeah. <laughs> and she refuses to drink it. <sighs> it was disappointing. I was hoping, like, I was hoping she would, like, take that olive branch. I mean, I get why she did but... I was, too. Because my mom's my she best friend. Me. Um, yeah. She would never do anything to hurt me. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, I, like I said, it's just disturbing. The whole thing. That is episode two. Yes. I'm excited for... They're not going to do two every time now, right? It's just going to be one. No, I think it was just uh, the like premiere of it was. Two I wish they just dropped the whole thing. Like, come on. I'm so tired of these streaming shows doing weekly shit. Like, just drop it. Just let us watch. I hope. I wonder if, like, Hulu was like, we'll see how it does and if it sucks. We'll, <laughs> well and that's why, like, um, okay, because, like, when I was reading stuff, like, just, like, catching up on the real life case and stuff like that, it was, like, gypsies working with writers for something for a tv show called by proxy but the articles were old so i was like i wonder if it turned into the act actually i need to see who the can you hear me Are you... can you still hear me okay. yeah I, can still hear you. I turned i i'm pulling up google so i want to make sure it still works um yeah who are the writers for this the act? let me turn it up. let me look it up uh, I think Patricia Arquette is no Patricia Arquette is I think producing it maybe I think she's on the team somewhere but I don't know I'm not sure uh, but uh, yeah so anyways there was like apparently supposed to be something called by proxy I don't know if there still will but it it's um oh yeah no it's someone different so they must Gypsy must be working closely with someone else to do another show I wonder about things like that because I know that like with writing books you cannot profit off of a crime so I wonder with like all of this how that like I know that once Gypsy gets out I mean once Gypsy gets out she's serving 10 years with good behavior she'll be out in like six and a half. I hope so and if she got if she got sentenced what 2015 2016 she could she's close to that five year mark already yeah. Um. So I do. Which I mean, I don't think that Gypsy should be doing. I don't think Gypsy. I think ten years is good with everything that's going on. My issue is with the other sentencing. 
the life sentence yeah yeah with nicholas's sentencing. yeah well we'll get into that further when we get further i want to know what creep they're going to get to play this time. i know well i was just on imdb i should look it up but um same same z's but yeah so that was the first two episodes that's uh, how do you feel you were very excited for this how do you feel what are your overall impressions it's good. I like it. Like I said, I think they definitely did Dee Dee, uh, you know, she gave, they gave her a little thumbs up when they tra- uh, casted Patricia Arquette because Patricia Arquette looks nothing like <laughs> Dee Dee Blanchard in real life. Um, Joey King looks so much like Gypsy that I think while I was watching this, I almost forgot that it wasn't like a documentary because she does play her so fucking well. She definitely captures her likeness i guess that's what i was trying to say about Patricia shark too i think she does a good job at capturing dd not that she necessarily looks like dd because dd looked like uh you know the tuffet that little miss muffet sat on basically <laughs> dd looks like a... <laughs> listen i'm not making fun of the dead dd looks like a like she's like uh what are those mexican uh restaurants <laughs> called? she looks like one of those <laughs> a luchid a luchid yeah. I don't know, definitely. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She does. She definitely does. Um, yeah. Okay, Dee Dee was also like Miss Miss Swamp Princess at some point too. I need to look up like older pictures of her, like when she was younger. She looks exactly the same, but younger. <laughs> like she's not. She wasn't like a knockout. When she like, oh, younger. maybe she just got aged a little bit. No. Um. I'm excited to see how they continue to do it. Oddly, my favorite character is actually Mel. She's my favorite. Um, sh- that's the actress from what was that? Chloe? Sonia. Yes, she was the one of the wives. What was the fucking HBO show called? Where the all the wives, the sister wives? Long time ago. I used to sneak um, watch. Not sure. Um, damn. But yeah, I liked her in that too, and I really like her as Mel. She was great. You said with all the why? Yeah, it was a polygamy show on HBO. It was a polygamy show before all the polygamists got all their reality shows. <laughs> oh, really? So it's like yeah. I I keep on wanting to say it's called True Love, but that's because I'm thinking about True. Is it called Big, Big love? love? That's what it is. I was conflating True Blood and Big Love. Yes, that's what it was. Big Love. Do you know that me and Jamar were talking about True Blood the other day, and I was like, honestly, it was. Because the uh, the over the fact that everybody has sex with everyone everywhere, yeah. because it takes away from the story for me sometimes. And I said oh, that about True Blood, and Jamar was like, "There was sex in True Blood," and I was like, "The first season is just a porn." Yeah, I loved this. I loved the sex in True Blood. Honestly, I <laughs> I'm one of those people that would think that most shows would benefit from more sex scenes. No behind that all word was so good that i was just like i could deal with i could deal with three sex scenes in episode. right maybe not 12 i'm watching a show not a porn <laughs> like if, if i wanted if i wanted this with uh, with a crappy storyline i'd go to pornhub <laughs> find the nice like hour-long porns and get settled in that's funny um Oh my god, this kid is kicking me so violently. It's painful. I'm I'm t- so over it. I'm so 
You're close. You're almost at the finish line. I know. We go, well, I'm going on Saturday to see him one more time in ultrasound form. And then we'll just ride it out till he gets here. After and that. Sprinkle is the following week. I know. I'm so excited. I hope I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> there. Okay. I love Schitt's Creek. I watch Schitt's Creek. There was a part in Schitt's Creek where whatchamacallit was making fun of sprinkles basically and it was so funny and I laughed that I posted it in my little uh, the Facebook group that my sister-in-law created for my sprinkle and I hope no one was offended. If you don't know what a sprinkle is, a sprinkle is a baby shower after you've already had a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an excuse to get together and eat good food and you know celebrate life that's what people say well I told Um, you from the beginning I wasn't calling it a sprinkle I like that it's called a sprinkle because it makes it sound like not gift grabby or whatever but like I've never heard of a sprinkle before then though so like I even said to my mom I was like yeah we're having a sprinkle for Amina and she's like what the fuck is a sprinkle yeah it's not a shower it's a sprinkle but anyways the clip was funny and slightly offensive and I just really hope no one in the group was offended by it because I'm excited for my sprinkle. You wa- Did you watch the clip? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, sorry to anybody in the group if you were offended by that. Um, she loves all of us. She, she appreciates all of us. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, but anyways, okay. So next episode of Sass Mouth will be most likely this weekend. Yeah, it'll probably come out normal. Um, it might just. Be- Sorry, I'm a scream sneezer. Um, <laughs> it might just be me and Brandon because Tierra's going on a lovely vacation. But I'm going to Colorado, so yeah, you guys are probably going to get like a. I think it's three episodes, Amina, because I think this week's episode was a double episode. Oh, it is. That so Amina and Brandon might be doing a uh, Survivor recap catch up episode. On Sunday, and then we'll go back to normal scheduling. So, like after that, so we'll do quick survivor, quick the act, quick you know, quick in our in our terms. Yeah, because we don't have the passage anymore (laughs) right now. I know, and it hurts. I love the passage; it was so good. Literally, anybody, if you're in a show hole, go watch the passage. We never even talked about the passage. I know. Let's quickly just say that it was a great finale. I really enjoyed it. And spoilies. Um, I did look up because there was a 97-year jump at the end of it. Um, yeah, the, there was. The creators of the show say they're going to keep Wolgast, even though in the book he actually dies. So they're going to find yeah, a way to but- keep it. Yeah, Walgast is. Didn't Walgast get the blood? That's how they're keeping him. I don't remember, but I think that's how they're going to keep the wife and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. Is basically anybody who is injected with the blood, right? It makes me really want to. I'm torn. I'm torn because I, I'm someone who can enjoy books and the series that they're created after like I don't get too picky about certain things but 
this one it's like i love the show so much i don't know if i should just not read the books until like maybe the show's done or something i don't know and i don't know how like like i i'm not a big sci-fi person for the most part like that you know that's not like it's not really my thing i liked the passage because it was like a horror kind of thing so I don't know, like, with this whole, like, dystopian future kind of sort of thing, like, if it's something that I'm going to like, I'm invested in it now, so I'm for sure going to give it a chance. Right, that's true, because it very much is changing, I think, like, the the whole genre could be classified differently now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't want to give Fox too much credit, because... Hey, Fox shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is very disappointing. Don't ever, don't ever get too attached to a Fox show. They will win. It. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Life advice for today. Um, but anyways, yes. So we hope everyone else who watched the act enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you have any feedback, feel free to drop it on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tira has said them all multiple times. If you're a our Instagram is at SassMouthThePod. Our Twitter is at MouthThePod. And you can find us on Facebook at SassMouthThePod in parentheses cast. <laughs> there you, you go. Can email us at SassMouthThePod at gmail.com. And also, another fun thing that we never actually plug on here. Um, we record through Anchor. And if you do listen to us through Anchor, you have the ability to leave us a voice message, which we can incorporate into the show. Yes, it's amazing. So if you guys ever feel like doing that, feel free to leave us a voice message on here and we like receive them and we can incorporate them into the show. Feel free to use your best Gypsy Rose voice or um, whoever that lady Tiara was talking about earlier if you don't want to be identified as yourself. Yes, please. If you guys have good Creole like accents, oh, yes. Can I tell you after watching? Needy. I can I tell you like after watching True Blood, I have spent hours. I'm a, I'm an accent person. I love accents. I spent hours on YouTube listening to the Creole accent. It's very hard. It's not something I'm good at. My cousins are from New Orleans, and it is one of the best accents. It's my one of my favorite accents. Because it is so hard. Yes, I agree. I'm like, before I go to bed tonight, I'm going to go watch <laughs> YouTube videos of people speaking with a Creole accent. Just say beignets a lot. Oh, beignets. <laughs> just, just talk like uh, Big big Daddy from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he has uh, the rich spin on it. Oh, I like- that's like John Goodman or something. Never mind. <laughs> I like the down dirty, like I play with alligators. Creole go accent. Go listen to just like go listen to the Carter Four. Just go <laughs> listen to a bunch of Lil Wayne. Just listen to like the original Lil Wayne. Listen to like back that ass up. You'll be good. You know he was only fifteen when he did that song. Yes, I do. Which is really bad. <laughs> His first kid was born when he was like fifteen. Guys, yeah. let's if we're gonna have sex, practice, practice safe sex. The. <laughs> I only know this because the 20th anniversary of Back That Ass Up was recently, like a few we- uh, weeks ago. Um, I learned a lot of good, nice tidbits. But yes, if you're going to have sex at 15, be protected. Yes. And don't have kids with somebody who's 24 and a psychopath. Also good advice. 
good advice. <laughs> Anyways, until next time. Don't let motherhood kick you in the sauce. Bye. Bye.